You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Do not be deceived is the title of this devotion. The Bible warns us in Timothy that deception will be one of the great forces that will be in the last days trying, if possible, even to deceive the ones who are living by the Spirit. And therefore, I believe this devotion for today is so important. Of course, deception has been right there from the beginning when God said to Adam, from the moment you eat of this tree, you will surely die. Now, God had given that commandment to Adam, not to Eve, because Eve had not yet been formed when God gave Adam this commandment. That's why the scripture says in Romans 5, sin entered the world through man and through the one man's sin, everyone dies because of him because the wages of sin is death. We all have been taken on the inheritance in this flesh from Adam. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and, but Satan came and said to the woman, not to Adam, has God indeed said, creating question, doubt in her heart. Not creating, but offering doubt to her. Has God indeed said that if you eat of the tree, you will die? And she says, the Lord has said, and he said, you will surely not die. And you could see deception and then the lie where God says you will die. And Satan said, you will not die. But the deception came first before the full lie. Satan, Jesus said, is the father of lies. And thereby he was able to draw Eve away from what she knew was the truth and cause her to suffer spiritual death and through her to also bring Adam to choose to go that direction. But praise God, Jesus is the second Adam through whom we now receive eternal life and reconciliation with God. Jeremiah warns us in his famous chapter 17 that we need to be careful not to rely on our own heart as the guide of truth, but on God's spirit and God's word. He says in chapter 17, verse 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. You see, many times when we feel we need to be alert to deception, we look on the outside of a TV program and relationship or some other influence that would be deceptive to us. However, the Lord warns us to look to the inside, to guard the heart. Because you see, it says 
in Proverbs, and this is such a phenomenal book, 31 beautiful, amazing chapters. It says in Proverbs that we should trust the Lord with all our heart and not lean on our own understanding. Verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. Do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and depart from evil and it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. And in Proverbs chapter 28, listen to this verse. That will get you thinking. Proverbs 28 verse 26. He who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but whoever walks wisely will be delivered. If you depend on your own heart to determine what is right and wrong, you will surely go astray. You need God to guide you in the way of truth. David said in Psalm 25, lead me in your truth. Guide me, the Lord said to David in Psalm 32, verse 8, I will guide you with my eye and direct you in the way that you should go. It is so important, dear friends, that we are not relying merely on our own heart because deception often comes from within. Jesus said in Mark chapter 8, Jesus said what causes our lives to get messed up is from of what comes out of a man will cause defilement. For from within, out of his own heart, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornication, murders, theft, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. Sometimes we can look at something and say, well, I don't think that's right, but not even realize of what's not right in our own heart. David said in Psalm 19, who, and in Psalm 139 at the last part of those verse, who can know his own errors? Who can know his own sins? Search me, O God, and lead me in the way of everlasting for your namesake. You see, not to be deceived, dear friends, we need the Lord to help us. And the deception of sin can be so forceful as sin is always looking for a way in. Sin is always looking for a way in. And what? allow sin in is when our hearts haven't been sprinkled with the blood of Jesus on a day-to-day basis. Our heart isn't being continuously cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Then we will by our own desires be deceived, by our own wants, needs, our own sense of, of desire will be deceived. And the Lord says here in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9, do you not know the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. So do not be deceived. You know the unrighteous, those that live unholy and unright in God's sight will not inherit the kingdom of God. I know some people, they don't believe this anymore, but it is clear from beginning to end in the scripture. 
that God is looking for people who want to live right in His, in His sight, in whom He can create a clean heart and a pure mind and lead them in the way of righteousness for His own name's sake. But if you choose not to live right in His sight by neglecting so great a salvation offered to you through the Lord Jesus Christ, then you will be deceived because He says, don't be deceived, neither fornicators, the word fornication is the word pornographia. It is sex outside of marriage. And I know we live in a society where everybody thinks these things are okay, but that doesn't make it right in God's sight. He says it's deception when you begin to live in fornication, in adultery, idolaters, adulterers, homosexuals, sodomites, thieves, covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners. It's a deception. When we allow ourselves to enter into such lifestyles and begin to practice them, and then, you know, you can sometimes just make a mistake and you kind of go, oh, how can I have done this? And you feel miserable. And feeling miserable is the Holy Spirit trying to provide a way of escape, but you have to turn away. You cannot just say, I know it's wrong, I know it's wrong, and you keep doing it. No. You've got to repent. Repent means turn. You've got to repent to God and, and say, no, I will sin no more by your help, by your grace, by your spirit, friends. And it's important that this gospel is preached again. It's important that we preach this because when Jesus had risen from the dead and appeared to his disciples, he says in verse 46 of Luke 24, thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations beginning in Jerusalem. You see, repentance and remissions. Repent means you say, woe is me, I, what I'm doing is wrong. Remission, I come to Christ and I'm cleansed by His precious blood sprinkled on my heart by the Holy Spirit. And you see, friends, the two are important. For us to live free from deception, there's only one way, to live in communion with the truth. Jesus said, I am the truth, that you live in fellowship with Him who is able to keep you from falling and present you without fault in the presence of God's glory. And the Lord Jesus in the Gospel of Luke talks about the last days that we are living in. And he warns us in the last days that we need to guard against deception. Let me read you here, starting at verse 8. And the other disciples came in a little, excuse me, chapter, that's John. That's why it didn't fit. Okay, verse 8 of chapter 21. Here we go. Jesus said, Take heed that you not be deceived. Verse 8 of Luke 21. Take heed that you are not deceived. Take heed. Wake up. I need to guard against being deceived by my own heart. I need to be continuously cleansed in the blood by the Holy Spirit to not allow thoughts in my heart that are adulterous, that are fornication, that are 
homosexual, that are drunkards, revilers, extortionists. I, I need to let God help my heart to not have these kinds of passions gaining dominion over me and bringing me into the deception of sin. Sin is a deception. It promises satisfaction, but the end of it is death and hell. Separation from God is what's real hell, especially when you know you could have had it, should have had it, and would have had it if you would have let Jesus help you, if you would have let Him cleanse your heart with the blood of Jesus and free you from the passions of your own heart. Just because you want to have something doesn't make it right. Friends, sometimes I'm tired, I want to go home and, and the light turns red in front of me. I, I don't go, well, forget it. I, I don't want to do it right now. I don't feel like it. No, I would cause an accident and somebody innocent would get hurt because of me. No, I stop at the light. I stop at the light, even if it's at four o'clock in the morning and there's nobody there. Why? Because I know these things are given there to show if there's some kind of integrity in my heart. Friends, the law is not just there to restrain you, but to approve you that you have some integrity. And I think it's important that we show integrity. And he says, do take heed that you're not deceived. For many will come in my name saying, I'm he. And the time has drawn near. And therefore, do not go after them. But when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified. For these things must come to pass first, then the end will come immediately again. Do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately, excuse me. And then he said to them, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes in various places, famines, pestilence, there will be fear full sights and great signs from, he from heaven, cosmic events. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to see some of them in our lifetime. And therefore all these things, but, there, but before all these things, they will lay hands on you and persecute you and deliver you to the synagogues. He's talking about the disciples, what's going to happen and you will be brought before kings and rulers for my namesake, but it will turn for you as an occasion for testimony. Therefore, settle it in your hearts. Do not meditate beforehand on what you will answer, for I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. And you will be betrayed even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. But you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but not a hair of your head shall be lost. But your patience by your patience possess your souls. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, <clears throat> then know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea and flee to the mountains. And he goes on and on about these things that we know happened 70 years later after Jesus' resurrection. And then I go to verse uh, 25. There will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and the earth, the stress of nations, 
perplexities, the seas and the waves will roar, men's heart will men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Oh my goodness, I am so grateful to Jesus. Let me just close with these last few verses here. He says to them, Assuredly, I say to you, verse 32, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But take heed to yourself, lest your heart be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. You see, friends, to guard against deception. It's not just, is somebody gonna defraud you? Is somebody gonna cheat you? Somebody gonna steal your money or your possessions or your health? No, my friends, while, while we do need to be circumspect and live wisely in the present age and not be fools in how we behave ourselves in the present age, what we need to guard against is that deception that would defraud us of something much more valuable than the passing things of this life. And it's the deception that comes to defraud us of the faith of the Son of God in our hearts and the Word living in our heart and mind as a light to our path and a lamp to our feet, keeping us in communion with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, living a life worthy of His glory and praise on the day-to-day -day basis. And when we wake up one day with hardened hearts that draw away from the living God in the coldness and hardness of self-indulgence in this world and its sinful ways, no, my friends, the deception that we need to most be on our guard from is, yes, from our own heart, but from the well-known demonic devices that come to entice us with mindsets and thoughts and feelings that separate us from the consciousness of the living God. I plead with you on a day-to-day basis, keep your hearts tender before the Lord. Live in His Word, live in prayer, live in worship, Come to church and let the Word wash you. The Bible says in Ephesians 5, being washed by the water of the Word. It says in Hebrews 10, then this is the covenant I will make with you in those days, says the Lord. And this is the testimony of the Holy Spirit. I will write my Word in your heart so that you'll want what I want. And I'll write my Word in your mind so that you'll know what I want. And your sins, I will remember them no more. And nobody will need to tell you to know me for you yourself personally, practically, experientially will know me and you will have boldness to draw near to me. 
For I have given you a true heart sprinkled from an evil conscience and a body washed with the pure water of the Holy Ghost. Oh, I plead with you, keep yourself from deception. Let your hearts not grow hard through the deceitfulness of sin in an evil heart of unbelief that departs from God, but draw near daily, draw near daily and keep loving God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, with all your soul and all that is within you and share it with your household in the way that you carry yourself on a day-to-day basis and in what you say and what you do. Let everybody see that you love the Lord and I guarantee He Himself will keep you from deception by revealing the truth in you constantly where you know Him and love Him and serve Him. Amen. Have a good day.